Vyomesh Joshi, also known as VJ, is the Executive Vice President of Hewlett Packard's Imaging and Printing Group, IPG. He has worldwide responsibility for all printing, scanning, and digital camera. And today, he spearheads HP's drive to become world's premier business in this arena. He led recently a company-wide initiative on digital imaging appliances, infrastructure, and services, and will share his experiences in entrepreneurship in a corporate environment. Would you believe if I were to tell you that if IPG were a standalone business unit, its revenue would be larger than Cisco, Coca-Cola, and Merck? It's a $25 billion business. VJ became vice president and general manager of former personal imaging and printing organization in 1999. Prior to that, he was the operations manager in San Diego of imaging unit. And prior to that, he did a stint uh, as a head of R&D uh, for two business units. As you, some of you probably well know, he is a very respected and a passionate industry leader has been a member of Yahoo board since 2005. You know, you know Vijay enjoys uh, spending time with his family a lot in spite of his extremely busy schedule. He likes to teach. He's a mentor uh, for many in the company at all levels. His passion comes through, and you'll see it, in anything he touches. He used to love acting when he was in, uh, back in India. Recently, in one of the worldwide sales meetings, he made a presentation uh, in Superman's uh, costumes. He was there you know, as a Superman. I requested him to repeat the act for Tycon, but he will do a stage performance that's real and you will see it. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourself. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to Vyomesh Joshi. Thank you, Ramesh. <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. What I um, want to do today is uh, tell you four stories. And um, the first one is to talk about how we build this $25 billion business. What are the key success factors in building this $25 billion business? Then <clears throat> I want to talk about, you know, when you have a very successful business and the market changes, what do you do? And how you take really advantage of the disruptions happening. So I'm going to talk about that second story. The third story I will talk about is um, what we did to really drive our business to get some entrepreneurship within a big company. You know, HP is a $90 billion company, and I want to talk about how we really do behave like a small company in a big company. 
And then fourth thing is where the world is going and uh, what opportunities it will generate for all of us. So, you know, if you think about from Gutenberg when he invented printing, a lot of things have happened. HP, really in the last 20 years, has built both inkjet business and laserjet business. So when you think about the um, journey that HP had, we are very two different business models. The inkjet business was all done in HP, starting from designing the supply chain, go-to-market point of view. With the laserjet business, it was very different. The laserjet business was all about partnering with a company like Canon, and then Canon did the engine, and what we did was marketing the electronics to really make sure we have a superior product every time we had a new laser jet. Very two different business model. But in building these two businesses, we fundamentally had five key success factors, and that's what I want to talk about. The five key success factors was, the first one was really look at what's happening in the market the disruption, the theme of the conference today. What was happening with respect to the market and the technology? And we try to really understand the customer problems and say, okay, can we take this disruption and figure out a customer value proposition ahead of everybody else? In 1990s, you know, as you can think about this printing, it happened. And for 100 years, it has not changed. The Heidelberg presses and everybody were using big press to do all the printing. With LaserJet, our value proposition was, can we do this on the desktop? Can we bring this printing to the desktop? And can we do that for affordable price, good enough quality? We don't have to have really the Heidelberg kind of quality right away, good enough where we can print on the desktop. And as soon as we figured out that we can do that, there were some other things happening in the market. Adobe was working on PostScript, where Adobe can help to get very high-quality software with which also you could print. Aldous PageMaker was also being invented in the software side. So all these three things came together. We had software and a hardware, and the PC revolution has not yet started. This is 1984 that I'm talking about. These three things happened. We were mainly using mini computers at that time. But we figured out that we can get good enough quality, and LaserJet was born. The work that we had to do was a partnership with Canon. So second important part, once you figure out that you could make this value proposition, you need to make a decision in terms of the partnership. We were very fortunate that we had a relationship with Canon CEO. And this relationship, for the last 21 years, is alive. And I would say we have a very unique business model with LaserJet. This is the only business where two big companies are working for 21 years without having any written contract. We don't have a contract between Canon and Hewlett-Packard. It's the way you work with the relationship. Every six months, CEO, Mitarai-san, and I, we work together and figure out 
what we're going to do for the next six months. Any partnership requires three key things. Common vision, that we want to go and understand the market and win in the market. The second key thing for partnership is to really figure out what the partner is going to do and what you are going to do. Sometimes, you know, we say, hey, well, we're going to partner, we're going to learn from the partner, and then we are going to not worry about the partner. Really bad partnership. That will not work for 21 years. We need to make sure that we are very clear about what you will do, what partner will do. And the third thing is you need to align at all the levels, at engineering level, at marketing level. You just can't have alignment at high level, shake your hands and say, okay, we are done. We need to make sure that alignment is on all the levels. As a matter of fact, there are no walls between Canon and HP. So that's what happened in the laser business. On the ink business, at HP Labs, one engineer had a great idea. You know, we were in the thermal printing business. And he had a great idea. I said, oh, wow, I could actually use heat to generate the bubble. And in 19, sorry, as I said, in the 1999 is when he had that idea. And we built from that idea a complete business model. We had no clue. I was working on Inkjet in 1984. We had no clue that this is going to be this big a business. As a matter of fact, we had no idea that this great business model of annuity stream was invented at that time. The only reason we figured that out was we were making sure that we run out of ink before the resistor will have a problem, the thin film resistor. So we just put enough ink, so when ink will be out, there won't be any reliability problem. And it became the brilliant business model that everybody talks about, that you, know, you need to have hardware placement, and then you could build the nudie-based business model, but it was really to solve an engineering problem. A lot of people will tell you, hey, you know, we had this brilliant idea. Absolutely not. You just work through these things, and then you figure out, you know, that's the real reason to meet the customer needs. And in process, you are building a completely new business model. The inkjet business was all done at HP all the way from scratch. We were working on how to fill ink. I'll give you a story. You know, engineers were figuring out, how do we really figure out putting the ink in a cartridge? So one engineer got an idea. You know, why don't we use the mattress? You know, bed mattress? We took that, chopped it, and figured out, let's put an ink into this. That's what we were doing. We were using crazy glue to glue the top plate and substrate. That's what we were working on. But those days were wonderful. You know, we will work and work and work, and we have no concept of time. We will be going at 12 o'clock for a movie, put our feet on the seats, watch the movie, go back, and work till midnight. That's how we invented the inkjet. I was an engineer. I joined HP in 1980. I walked to work. I didn't have even a car. And first three projects I worked on, they all got canceled. So I thought, wow, I will never make here. 
because this is a big deal. I did nothing really useful for the company. But I learned from that, and I worked on inkjet technology. We improved the reliability of the resistor. That's the contribution I made. And then I got opportunity to bigger and better. But now these two businesses are allowing us to build a $25 billion business. We have shipped, as you could see, close to 396 million printers. We ship 50 million printers every year. We ship 500 million inkjet cartridges every year. It's like a McDonald arch. We are in 173 countries, and we absolutely believe that innovation is the bloodline for this business. 12,000 patents, intellectual property with which we must make sure that we drive this business. So understanding the customer problems, market discontinuities and technology discontinuities, building customer value proposition. The second important thing we did was we figured out what the market pricing could be and then build the cost structure based on that. You can't have a cost structure and then figure out the price because it will always fail. So we were very fortunate to figure out that key success factor early on. When we introduced our first inkjet printer and laser jet printer, the inkjet printer was 96 dots per inch, introduced in 1984, and it was printing at 1,000 drops per second. It was sold for $14.99. The laser jet was at 8, per, eight page per minute, $34.99. But we knew that that's the price you need, and you need to have the right cost structure that you could be making money right away. So that's the second key success factor. Partnership, I talked about the third key success factor. People, employees. We could not have done this big business without our employees. A lot of people ask us, you know, how did you figure this out? How did you do all this inkjet and laser jet business? It's just because employees. In year 1980, we had no idea that this was going to be this big a business. Now, of course, wow, this is a great business. How did you do that? It just I'm talking about the key success factors one by one. And that's why 20 years from today, we have no idea what we're going to work on. But I'm very confident because we have the employees who can figure out how we're going to build another inkjet, another laser jet business 20 years from today. I think that is very, very important. And the fifth thing is leadership. To have the vision that we want to go, figure out how we can get there and get our employees together. Keeping priority number one is the business, then your employees, and yourself last. If you do that, you will always win. Those five key success factors, that's how we build a business. Now, when I joined HP, as I said, we were only a $3 billion company. When I started managing IPG in 2001, when Carly said, okay, VJ, you know, manage the imaging and printing. At that time, our revenue was $19 billion, and we were declining. We were declining 4%, and we were making 10% operating profit. And challenge was, how do you get this business again in the growth and make 
higher profit. Everybody won't like to do that. So when I looked at that business at that time, we had inkjet and laser jet businesses, two separate businesses. The first thing we did was let's figure out, combine the two businesses and leverage the core competency, supply chain, all the aspects of, so that we can really build a very powerful business. The second key thing was Lexmark was getting all the markets in the low end. And we decided we need to win. But we're not going to win just by getting into cost reduction game. We were designing for low end. And we will put innovation so that we can get innovation engine going. It took us 18 months. But starting in June 2002, we introduced our new technology at 39 dollars Better technology, and that's why we need to replace the whole thing. Instead of having a waterfall strategy, so that you could introduce it at a high end and do cost reduction, we introduced it at a low end and moved up. And that changed the cost structure. That changed the growth rates. We started growing our business 6% and made 15% operating profit. That's the first part of the story. Now let me tell you the second part of the story. We were very successful. We were getting great, great market acceptance. We gained market share. We got our stuff going. And we said, you know, Dell is going to enter the market. Every analyst you see, every press person you see, they will say, hey, BJ, they're going to kill you. They're going to, you know, they have done this thing with PCs. They have done with the servers. They've done with the storage. They're going to kill you. They're going to just come there, and you, know, you will have no market share. They're going to take your profitability down to 8%. You're going to be in big, big trouble. The fact is, it has not happened. The fact is, we are continuing to grow our business, and that's the story I want to tell you. What do you do when you know the market is changing, customers are changing, and you have a completely new dynamics, a competitor like Dell is telling you, we are going to go after you. We are going to go after your profit pools. And we are going to make sure that you know, we will succeed. Because we have made that successful business model work for PCs, for storage, servers. Here you come. So the first thing that we always remind everybody, and you could look at this for the last three years. We are consistently telling the story that there is a very big difference in PC business versus printing business. In PCs, you have Microsoft, you have Intel doing the innovation, and you're using the supply chain and distribution aspect of the business model to be successful. In printing, we are the Microsoft. We are the Intel. If you want to come, you'll have to OEM from us. They wanted us to do that. We said, no way. We are not going to allow you know, Dell to be saying it's HP technology and putting a Dell brand. Lexmark did that. That's a different story, and you all know the story. We need to continue to innovate. But the key thing was customers were changing. Internet has changed everything. We used to develop technology and get into the market. Everybody will buy it. Hey, this is HP. We have a technology. We should be buying that. Not anymore. Customers do all kinds of stuff on the Internet to figure out what's the best deal. Look at the auto industry. Average dealership visits every year was 
just four years ago. Average dealership visit is one right now. People are going to the internet and figuring out what they want to do, what car they want to buy, and they are going to go and tell the sales. There is no more this you know, transaction deal going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That stuff is done. Internet has changed everything. Internet has changed in terms of user-generated content. People are connecting the content, the videos, the photos. Flickr is, you will be able to move the images. Moving images, music has changed. Everything has changed. And every single content type will go through that transformation. Whatever has happened to music is going to happen to photos. Whatever is happening to photos is going to happen to marketing collateral. Whatever is happening to marketing collateral is going to happen to books, is to magazines. Every single content is going through that transformation. And that's the opportunity. That's the disruption going to happen, and we need to take advantage of that. So what we did was we knew formula. These are our key success factors. That's what we are going to use and figure out how we are going to continue to transform imaging and printing with all these things happening to us. Now, one of the key things that it's very hard when you are successful, we are making 13 to 15% profit, you're growing, and you tell the employees, not good enough. We're going to take the cost out. We're going to let people go. It is very hard for employees to say, hey, we built a business for the last 20 years. We helped you to building the business. And you are telling us that we need to go. You are telling us we need to make those hard choices. Why? We had to go through that. We had to make sure we have the right cost structure, right business model, so we could be successful. We had to take money out of the core business and invest into emerging business and new businesses so that we can have a portfolio. And if you have a portfolio, because core business will shrink. Look at Kodak, Fuji, look at GM, look at all the big businesses of 1900s, the year 2000s. All these things are going through this transition. If you are healthy and take on the transformation, you will be, continue to be healthy. But it's very hard. The history was against us. But we decided, using Jeffrey Moore's model, that you need to build a portfolio of core emerging and new businesses. Figure out which businesses are not going to grow, take the cost out. Which businesses are in tornado mode, which are really growing, put resources in those businesses. And then find a couple of big bets that will become next generation inkjet business, next generation laser jet business for HP. That's what you want to do. Take the cost out, get alignment. Just like a financial portfolio, you build a business portfolio. If you can do that, you will be able to continue to drive the revenue growth and the profit growth. Let me give the way we look at the business now. Instead of a printer business, we are looking at a printing business. Instead of going and understanding PC growth, we are trying to understand how internet is changing the content transformation I talked about. It started with office, with photo, music, video. It's going to go to marketing collateral, going to the signage. Every single content will be. And now you redefine the business. Instead of printer, you are following pages. And suddenly, you have extraordinary opportunity. Because still, 
92% of pages are not transformed. See, if I can get lousy another 4%, I could double the business. I get another 4 I can another time double the... So really understand how the transformation of media is going to happen and then use that disruption, the key success factors I talked about, and make that thing happen. So that's how we are growth strategies. Follow the pages, grow the core market faster than the market, go after the photo business, go after the copier pages, go after the marketing collateral, go after industrial printing. All these things will give us the supplies business and build a couple of new businesses and in same time, build a high-performance team. Build a culture that continue to understand the internet is the accelerator. There are core emerging and new businesses. That's what we need to do. There are more digital cameras sold right now than analog. The film sales are declining 30% every year. HP said, hey, this is the opportunity because people can print with inkjet technology photos in the home. They don't need to really go and do this one-hour thing. Take a picture, print. So what we did was we looked at the opportunity, and we are the number one now in photo printing market in the home. But what we found that this market is shifting also to the retail. So customers can go to the retail and develop their film. They want to make sure that you know, they can go. Let's say, for example, I go to Greece. I take all the pictures, and then I want to print them. I don't want to just print them in four by six. You know, I could print them into a book form where you could tell the story, you know, very great your family story, you know, using the photo technology from HP. The beauty of this is that's what you do generally, right? You take the pictures, make it into four by six, and generally the right person in the home, I know my boss, my wife, builds the album. Why do you want to do that? You could just build this whole thing. That's what we are working on. That's how we will be able to change the game. That's what we want to do. Because you could tell the story with book like this in a much easier fashion than having four by six. That's what we did. We also thought internet is very important. We acquired a company called Snapfish, so you will be able to do this thing. And at a PMA, we announced what I call the whole photo ecosystem. Customer in the middle, through the portal like Snapfish, they can print in the home, print online, print in the retail. And when we introduce this thing, now Fujix and Kodak, and they're all wondering, what are they going to do? Now, the other important thing that we want to do was um, really build this ecosystem everywhere, not just for the photo, but for books, for magazines, and that's what I believe the opportunity for all of us, because this disruption is going to happen. Now, I want to just touch a um, couple of things on how do you build businesses in a corporate environment when you need to have an environment of a very small company. So what we are doing, we have a very clear process with which we take thousands of ideas, and only, as you could see in the next chart, that only 0.7% of those ideas will survive. I mean, you would kill 993 ideas. Then only you get few ideas that you can fund it, 
and then figure out the business model. If that works, then you go to the business. Very one interesting opportunity we had was how do you label CDs and DVDs? Because we were in inkjet business, we knew how to do media codings. So now you write your content, flip the disk, and same laser will do your label. This is called LightScribe technology. It's in the market, and it was an idea of an engineer. Just a one engineer idea, went through the whole process. And this process has really helped us. We started in 2001 when I said, you know, we need to build this process inside HP. And our success is pretty good. We are already seeding 12 programs like that. As I said, a lot of ideas kill a lot of ideas also. This is a particular example that what we have done. Okay? And last thing I'll do, and then I'll get out of here, is um, I believe that the opportunity I'm talking about will happen with books, with magazines. I just want to show you one thing, and then we will take questions. Um, this is a book that you could go online, and let's say you went to Africa for safari. You take your pictures, and then they will have some stock pictures, because you, know, you may not be able to take these pictures of animals, but your own pictures, and combine them into this, and get a book. And it will look like a coffee book with your own family. That's going to happen to every single content. Thank you very much. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. Okay.